Wow. Wow, Jake. What a game in college stations between <laughs> Alabama and Texas A&M. As we all take a collective sigh of relief after that second half there in, in, in college station on Cal Field, what a game, Jake. Uh, just an unbelievable atmosphere. Uh, that's what, like Jalen Milrow just said in, in his post game. That's what college, that's what you come to play college football for. That's what college football is all about. That was an incredible game. What a matchup between two of the best teams in the SEC. And, uh, you know, credit to Alabama for getting the stops on defense they needed, Jake. And, and credit to Jalen Milrow making plays in the passing game uh, for this Alabama offense. Uh, just a, a great team effort. Uh, we're going to dive into all the, the, the good, the bad, and the ugly, I guess you, you could say. But uh, anytime you get a road win in the SEC at a place like Texas A&M, uh, you got to be happy with the performance. Oh, absolutely, man. I'm I'm ecstatic about about that performance. I saw a lot of growth. And um, let, let me just say uh, my initial thoughts here. Don't look now, but that defensive front of Alabama is, is clicking. Tim Smith was a force today. Justin Boyby had a couple of sacks, I believe. Uh, you know, Otis, we know what, what he does. He had a good good game, Tim uh, Tim Keenan as well. I mean, this offensive – or the defensive front line is doing an amazing job at the moment. Yeah, they were really the story in the game to me, especially in the second half, Jake. The way they were able to – they had Max Johnson on his back about every snap. <laughs> uh, you look at guys like Tim Keenan, like you mentioned, Justin Aboyby, those guys – came to play Jaheim Otis mm -hmm. uh you know obviously Dallas Turner and Chris Braswell did their thing as well so just uh, Tim Smith I thought was incredible against the run mm -hmm. uh and so just just a great performance by the defense I think first off and you know the penalties Jake I, I want to get to the pen I want to get all the negative stuff out of the way here at the <laughs> beginning the penalties Jake the pre-snap nine of the 14 penalties in the game from Alabama were pre-snap penalties yeah I, you just you can't have those. It's 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 I don't understand it, Jake. It's now there was a couple on that one drive where we had like four in a row that I never saw anybody move. I didn't either. I think on Dupree when 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 they called one on Dupree, he was pointing at, at yeah. a guy that moved and and they got him for. It. I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> I just and then then the the call on the block uh, field goal attempt, Jake on Dallas Turner. Mm. I mean, good grief! Uh, what is this patty cake? Yeah, pretty much. And same way with Braswell. I mean, Braswell's getting blocked. He's trying to throw his hand up to, you know, he can't see. He's getting blocked. He's just trying to throw his hand up to to make a play to try to knock the ball down. And it comes across the quarterback's, you know, helmet. And they call, I guess, that's personal foul rough in the passer now. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. that, that is so cheap. I mean, yeah. what the, the the penalty or, I mean, that that right there is just just a cheap way to get, get extra yardage. It's bull crap. All right, guys. Hey, we got a poll up there in the chat that you can see. Uh, it's a simple question. Are you a Milrow believer now? Yes, no, or you still need to see more? Uh, right now, 17 yes, one no, and seven need to see more. Um, you know, the truth is, Jake, this is about as good a defense as Alabama's going to face the rest of the season. Uh, believe it or not, I think the rest of the way, maybe Auburn has the best defense that Alabama's going to face. I mean, if you, you see what they've done against teams like Georgia, the way they were kind of – to, to handle them, those guys for a few quarters and, and even Texas A&M. So uh, the rest of the way, it's, you know, Alabama's got room to grow and improve offensively, and, and Milrow played a heck of a game, Jake. And uh, I know he, he missed some throws, uh, especially in the first half. I thought in the second half he come out firing. And and yeah. I know we threw the, the, the pick early in the second half, but 
uh, they kind of baited him into that when he thought that he was going to have the wheel route wide open to Amari Nye Black. And the truth is, nine out of ten times, that play is going to be open and it's going to be a touchdown. A&M just did a great job of baiting him on that one. But uh, I thought Milrow, 21-33, 321 yards, uh, by far the best game of his career, and it come against the best defense he's, he's faced. So, uh, you know, kudos to, to, to Milrow. I thought Reese did a good job of, of seeing that Milrow – had good rhythm in the passing game and then decided, hey, we're not having much success running. Let's not completely abandon it, but let's let's lean on the arm of Milrow because he seems to be in a rhythm, especially with, with Jermaine Burton. Man, yeah, you're right. I, I was going to bring up Jermaine Burton. Uh, man, what, what a performance by him. We've been looking for, you know, that wide receiver to step up in, in a time of need and, and be like, okay, you can rely on me to make a big catch. And Jermaine Burton was that guy today. Uh, I mean, 197 yards. I mean, three away from 200 yards, you know, reception uh, yards today. I mean, my gosh, what what an incredible performance. This is, a, uh, you know, Jermaine Burton, I feel like, was going to come to Alabama a few years ago. We hadn't seen this type of, you know, Jermaine Burton yet. Now, he did have a, you know, a penalty, you know, with that unsportsmanlike, lot, but he calmed down. The whole team calmed down. Yeah, go ahead, Stacey. Well, on, on yeah. Burton's, I mean, that dude's yeah. on Alabama sidelines chirping. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and they, I and mean, we got the foul. <laughs> every tick ticky tack call went went against Alabama in this game. And and th- th- there was two false starts that they called on 77 that that dude never moved. He never moved. By the way, sh- I-, I thought for the most part the offensive line played really good, especially uh, in too. pass protection. There was a couple where they did all-out blitzes and, and got Milrow, and Milrow took a couple uh, sacks when – uh, you know, he, he should have got rid of the ball. But I thought overall uh, the the offensive line held up pretty good. And, and, Jake, in the second half, the running game, although it wasn't great, it was good enough in the second half to kind of keep them honest a little bit. Yeah, you know, I I see growth on the offensive line. You know, I see growth in this offense. And, and, and you finally see uh, what we can be offensively if everything clicks. And uh, honestly, you know, the the twenty six to twenty score is is what it is, but but I feel like Alabama in the second half played you know a lot better uh, than A and M did, and I feel like overall it should have been a you know should have been a game that's out of reach. It felt like at, at times for for A and M to to you know to make a comeback, but it seemed like you know the refs kept them in the game. I hate to say that, but honestly, that's what happened. Yeah, I mean that's how I feel. I mean, yeah. The call on Dallas Turner, Jake, was was abysmal. I mean, yeah. that that probably opens the floodgates for Alabama. Alabama goes up 31-17 at that point. If that touchdown doesn't get called back, they have all the momentum in the game. Mm-hmm. A&M, A&M can't, can't stop the offense unless Alabama gets in, gets a lot of penalties for false start, starts. So mm-hmm. um, you really feel like that call really cost Alabama from kind of putting the foot on the, the throat of A&M because I think if they go up 31-17 there, uh, Alabama may run away with it uh, to, to end that game because A&M could not protect Max, Max Johnson in that second half. Uh, and I want to get to the defense now, Jake, because uh, what, three, three points in the second half allowed? Yeah, that's it. I mean – that that's that's good. That's great defense right there. Mm-hmm. Caleb Downs really turned things around for Alabama with that interception there in the second half after Milrow threw his interception. C- Caleb Downs is a guy who just continues to grow and get better. Um, Dallas Turner, Justin Aboyby, Chris Braswell, Tim Keenan, Tim Smith, those guys are playing lots out right now, Jake. And and if we'd have got that group against Texas, 
it mm. might have been a little bit different ball game in, in that game. They just they were they're they're not playing the same right now. So as they were back then. So uh, kudos to the defensive front. Uh, Freddie Roach has got those guys coached up right now. Tim Keenan, Jake, I, I don't know that he hasn't been Alabama's breakout player of the year this year. I, I mean, I think you could certainly mm -hmm. make that argument. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's uh, he's done great. You know, we heard his name, you know, in fall camp. People were saying, you know, keep an eye on him because he's probably going to be starting day one on the, on the defensive front. And, you know, he's definitely earned it. And he's done – he showed out and has showed out. And – and uh, eight tackles uh, led the team today. Uh, four solos by himself and had one sack. That that was just uh, just an incredible performance by by that defensive front as a whole, but especially Tim Keenan. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I thought I thought Justin Boyby maybe mm -hmm. played the best game of his Alabama career, Jake. I, I mean, I know he had at least one sack. I think he got in on another. Yeah, uh, was constantly bull rushing those A and M offensive linemen, and they just they couldn't handle him. Jake, I, a boy who played the best game of his Alabama career, in, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree, Stacy. And you know, we felt like this game, of course, pretty much every game is won in the trenches. And I felt like on both sides of the ball, Alabama won the trench game today. And uh, you know, there was some – it was a rough start offensively uh, for the offensive line, but the second half they made the adjustments. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like uh, Air Wolf would talk to those guys uh, over on the sideline and said, hey, just calm down. You know, you'll – you know, we're fine. And it really set the offense uh, in motion, especially like you said early on in the in the pass protection. They, they did a really good job hold, holding back um, some, some of those blitz and linebackers and stuff. But – uh, there was a couple of plays like you mentioned about the sacks. You know, when, when you're only got five guys uh, protecting and they and they rush six, there's going to be one guy that's untouched. And you know, when when Miller got hit hard, I was like, oh gosh, you know, I hope he hope he's all right. But he's that dude's he, tough. He is, man. He's been taking a beating, but he's you know he's fighting. You know, he's fighting tooth and nail out there. Yeah, I want to get to the to the chat real quick, Jake. Uh, uh, somebody says, why did the OC have Miro pass at the end? That could have cost us the game. That was not – that was Milro. That was not – That was Milro. Milro <laughs> yeah. done that because there was nobody lined up on Malik Benson, and he thought, hey, I can get a touchdown here, and the game's for sure over. But mm -hmm. that's – and, and that, that's why you saw Saban so animated with Milro yeah. when, when he went over to the sideline because he's like, you can't do that. I mean, that, that's that's the type of play that costs you a game. But um, So that was not on Tommy Reese. That was Milro kind of taking things into his own hands when he probably shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I love this comment here from K King 56. He said, Nick Seven could put a 1950s vacuum cleaner at wide receiver one spot and it would never have what at the end of the year. Yeah. I go down yeah. go up to the receiver stats real quick, Jake. Yeah. I, I want to look at, at what, what Burton and Bond were able to do, Jake. And yeah, right uh, there. Man, combined. Yeah. Combined for uh, what is that? Uh, Sixteen catches for basically two hundred yards. Yeah, uh, well over two hundred yards because Burton. I mean, had I mean, three, I mean, I mean three. I yeah. mean, three hundred yards. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we saw. Hey, ben, uh, go ahead. Yeah, Ben Ross makes a good good point here. And guys, we're we're gonna we'll touch on the the injuries to Malachi Moore uh, into into James Burn up here in just a second. But Ben Ross says Reese did a good job without having a running game. Yeah, I, I think. I think Reese maybe called his best game of the year, especially considered we were basically one dimensional for the entire game. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I, I thought I thought Reese did a good job of adapting to that. And then I thought Milro did a good job and, and, and everybody else did a good job of kind of, you know, adjusting to that style of play in game and then executing the, the plan. So a uh, great job by Reese kind of adjusting. I'm, I'm sure they wanted to run the ball a little more effectively than what they did. Um 
But uh, you know, great job by Reese uh, getting getting the plays that Milrow just looks so comfortable, especially in the second half, Jake, and really throughout the whole game, he looks so comfortable. I mean, he really did. Yeah, he did. I was really impressed. You know, the 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 growth that we've seen Milrow in this game, and uh, I know there's still a few haters out there, and I'm understandably so. He still has has his moments where he makes a boneheaded decision, but I feel like. As as the weeks and as the season goes on, he's he's going to learn more about those mistakes. We did see him throw away uh, one time today, which I, I was glad to see. Um, but you know, it's really he he was trying to. I feel like some of those scrambles, he's trying to find somebody open so bad that he just gets himself in a situation we can't get out of. So, and I I can't blame him for that because I think he's got a chip on his shoulder to prove that he is the guy, and uh, he's just trying to do too much. Just let your team around you make the plays, and, and you just get the ball when needed to them. Yeah, no doubt about it, Jack. I agree 100%. I, w- I want to get to our polls real quick. we got three in the chat right now. Uh, the first was, are you a Milrow believer now? 74% of the audience believe so. They they believe in Jalen Milrow now. Uh, 96% of the audience believes that Jermaine Burton is wide receiver one for the Crimson Tide. Uh, and then 61% says that Tim Keenan is Alabama's breakout player this season, uh, and 22% say that it is someone else. Uh, so if you got somebody else, I'd love to hear who that is in the chat, by the way, because uh, I'm all ears for those type of type of uh, comments. Yeah, Ben Ross, Ben Ross played with great poise. He really did. I, I was – look, I, I didn't think – Milro would play terrible, but I wasn't expecting him to throw for 300 yards. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look at this stat line, Stacey, um, right here. 21 and 33, 321 yards, three touchdowns, and then that one interception. But like you mentioned, Kelly Downs played a played a great ball there and, and got the ball right back for this for this offense. And and the offense, I feel like, is starting to click just little by little every single week. And and uh, the way the defense is playing, it spells bad news for the rest of the SEC. Yeah, and speaking of the defense, Jake, Malachi Moore did go down. Mm-hmm. Man, just when we get Deontay Lawson back and we're looking like we have a defense that is just, I mean, elite for – I mean, really, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, then Malachi Moore gets nicked up, a guy who's probably been the best defensive player for Alabama outside of Dallas Turner this season. So, uh, need to get him back healthy. Have not heard anything, uh, you know, De- definitive on uh, the significance of his injury. Uh, James Burnup, I think he warmed up to start the second half, but I think we only punted twice during the second half. So it's probably one of those things where it's like, let's just hold him out uh, to be on the safe side. So I think he's going to be okay. Uh, but more, getting more back is going to be critical for, for Alabama's defense, especially when you start playing teams like LSU and Tennessee who have, you know, great vertical passing games, you know, guys that are hard to cover. So getting more back uh, in a couple weeks when, when they play Tennessee – uh, will be huge for Alabama. So we'll, we'll definitely keep an eye on on that injury status uh, of Malachi Moore. Yeah, man, uh, I think it's crucial uh, to get Malachi back because he is a signal caller for the defense and gets everybody lined up. But I, I want to give uh, give a shout-out to – is there anything that Will Rocker cannot do? I mean, he can <laughs> get field goals. He can punt now. I mean, I'm like, this kid is everywhere. And, uh, you know, when, you know, losing James Burnham, I mean, Burnham had an awesome punt there. Uh, and early on the game, and uh, then I think he got hurt. But Will Rocker stepped in and and had some fairly decent punts his, himself, and had one that ended up in the back of the end zone. I don't know exactly how far it went, but it, it went at least 50, 50 <laughs> a lot. But I'm like, good night. This kid can do it all, man. Yeah, Rocker is 
Rockard is honestly, if if you just take the position out of it, he is he he, <laughs> and I know this this is kind of a weird take, but you could honestly put Rockard on like the Mount Rushmore of Alabama football. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, he <laughs> he has a legitimate shot of being the NCAA's all time leading scorer. Mm-hmm. He's by far Alabama's all time leading scorer, and the dude. I mean, he's made clutch kicks. He's he come in the clutch today and, and punted in the absence of, of, of James Burnup. Uh he's basically automatic. Uh, I mean, Rockard is up there as one of the best Alabama football players of all time. I mean, I, I that that's not being hyperbolic. That's just the truth. I mean, he's for for his job, I mean, name somebody that's done their job as good as real Rockard has done his job. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. He he's incredible and uh so uh, Tracy uh, Humber's a uh, hashtag rocker for Heisman. Uh, I'd be yeah, all for him. He's he's all. I mean, he's he's clutch. Uh, he's he just seems like he does it all, man. Uh, so you got to address the old line mistakes. It's getting ridiculous. Yes, no doubt. Yeah. The, the pre-snap penalties are just. I mean, they're atrocious, Jack. They are drive killers. Yeah. I mean, they they are absolute drive killers. You cannot have pre-snap penalties, especially when you're struggling to run the football. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it makes it a little easier if you can run the ball, but if you get in second and 15 or second and 13 or first and 15, I mean, it's going to be a long day. Jake, there was one instance where it was third down and three right before halftime, Jake. Mm-hmm. That's a very manageable down for Alabama. You get right. a false start, it's third and eight, then you get a sack because a- A&M can pin their ears back and bring pressure, and they get a sack. So it, the pre-snap penalties have to stop, Jake. They just have to. Yeah, it's they are drop killers, Stacy, and um, they, they hurt us a couple of times. There was uh, another instance. I think we had a very manageable third third down. It ended up being like third and twenty three after after a couple of false starts. I'm like, good night. You know this. You know you you get yourself behind the eight ball in situations like that. And I think that was might have been early on in the third quarter where we were still down like seventeen ten. And I'm like, man, this is not a good start, but. But after that, the, the team kind of settled in. We did have a couple more uh, late in the game, but you saw Saban pretty pretty hot about those. Uh, just Saban just wanted to end that game, man, and just the you know mistakes were killer, you know. And uh, but it didn't it didn't it didn't hurt, thank thankfully. And what about them putting the ball in Milrow's hands mm-hmm. uh, there at the end of the game, Jake? And and he somehow Houdini's his way out of a sack. And gets the ball out to Jace McClellan, who uh, <laughs> bobbles the ball, fortunately, so he doesn't catch it with his knee down. Right. And then gets up and picks up a first down. Just unbelievable effort by Milrow to even get the ball out. And then he doesn't throw it in harm's way. There's nobody around Jace McClellan. And and McClellan makes a great play to, to, to secure the catch and pick up a first down. And, and that ends the game. So, uh, really, really good win for Alabama. I mean, it's anytime – look. We can talk about all the mistakes that you want to. They somehow overcome the mistakes, overcome the, the penalties, and get a road win against a tough opponent and one of the toughest environments in college football. And and I'm with you guys. I uh, look Desmond Howard, Chris Doring, mm-hmm. uh, Brian Jones on CBS beforehand. I mean they they talk about Alabama like Alabama is just trash. <laughs> yeah. But we're going to go eight and five this year. Yeah, I just, you know, look, has Alabama been great this year? No way. But I mean, w- when has AM shown to be great? Right. 
I mean, the, the, they've won back-to-back games. That's that's great, Jake. They beat Auburn and Arkansas, who might be the two worst teams in the SEC West. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so let's. I think I think people got a little ahead of themselves on the A and M thing. Not that A and M is not a great team, Jake, but you saw today that their offensive line because Alabama hardly brought pressure. It was four guys. It was a four man rush, Jake, most of the game. Mm-hmm. And so that that offensive line struggled. Max Johnson, when he was under pressure, he 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 struggled to make you know good good decisions. Uh, I think. They they might have had 300 yards. Uh, does it show the the team box score here on this, Jake? I don't know if it shows total yards or not, but um, uh, let's see. No, I don't see it here. So plays it just shows the plays. I don't see okay. a team box score. Yeah, I mean, if if they had over 300, it wasn't much over 300. Yeah. So, so this Alabama defense just continues to play lots out. I'm gonna pull it pull it up real quick, but. Um, a and M had three oh six. Three oh six. That's it. So against three SEC teams, the most yards they've given up this against the SEC is three oh six today. They go three oh one to Ole Miss and, and less than three hundred last week to to Mississippi State. So um, the defense is, is doing their job, Jake, and they're creating turnovers. They already have matched the number of interceptions uh, for last season as a defense with seven. So. Uh, just just an incredible job, you know. And AM got set up early with with a with points in the first half. After they muffed a punt, it bounces right back to him, and then we just can't tackle the dude. Yeah. Um, so it's it's crazy how the ball just does not bounce Alabama's way on fumbles. It's unbelievable, yeah. really. And then on on a kickoff, you know, they two got two, you know, AM guys sitting there staring at, at each other, and and the ball just bounces up. One of them just barely touches, you know, does that and hits it right to the guy's hands and he takes off, got like maybe 10 yards out of it. But still, I'm like, man, come on. Uh, Mike had a, you know, he uh, has a comment here. He says, how can we get uh, the O-line to start banging on all cylinders from snap number one? It seems like it takes them the first half to warm up. My thing is, and I've, I've said this all season, and really it's been a constant with Alabama. It seems like this team, we, we weather the storm offensively and defensively through the first half. And in the second half, this one we start dominating. And you see that. I feel like we are definitely a second-half team. And that first half, as long as we keep the either the game closed or maybe we be up by, by halftime, but as long as we keep it closed, that second half is all Alabama, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt about it, Jake. And um, so, uh, Mike says, how can we get the O-line to start banging? Yeah, that's what just, I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Sorry, I, I had to mute everything for a minute. My my internet was going out for a second, so oh, gosh, I, I didn't didn't quite catch everything you had to say. But yeah, I, but one point on the offensive line, I'll say this: I, I think one thing that's hindering Alabama is they've had to play a bunch of different guys because of injuries right. so far this year. Tyler Booker's missed a game. Darren Dalcourt didn't play today. Uh, we're kind of going back and forth with Caden Proctor and Elijah Pritchett, so they haven't really built chemistry yet. But I, I think overall. Aside from the penalties, the offensive line's playing pretty good. Yeah, I agree, Stacey. I, you know, the offensive line, I feel like, is getting – is coming to its own, is getting better each and every week. Uh, you know, on our uh, pregame or pre-preview show uh, of the A&M game, I showed a couple of clips of Caden Proctor, how his feet work is getting a lot better. So, you know, especially with that, with that young kid, I mean, he's a true freshman. Just getting more game experience is going to help him out. And uh, it, and I and I really I need to say this. Feel like Seth's snaps were a lot better today as well, and that really helped. Yeah, no doubt. I, I thought Seth played 
played maybe his best game of the year overall. He did have that one snafu where he, you know, the 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 snap thing where he, yeah, you know, kind of rocked the ball a little bit. But all right, that's that 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 is we're, we're gonna wind it down now, Jake. Uh, uh, I gotta take some blood pressure medicine. Um, <laughs> I took mine before the game. <laughs> I, sh- I I should have. Um, yeah. but uh, guys, thank you so much for watching. Thank you, Bleach Report, for allowing us to do this. Uh, each and every week throughout the season as we uh, give our instant reaction from Alabama versus Texas A&M. Big win for Alabama. Head back home for Arkansas next week. Uh, time to get another win on homecoming before you get to the third Saturday of October in that revenge game against Tennessee. But that's going to wrap it up, guys. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, join us over at Tide Talk Live on YouTube, uh, and we would love to have you there as well. But that's going to do it. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you soon, guys. Roll Tide. Roll Tide.